If you have a three after your name, like RG3, Trey Burke the third, Melvin Gordon the third, you inherently have to be a baller. And I think this episode proves that point, both on and off the court, as George Washington the third joins the show today. George is a University of Michigan basketball commit. He is the 2023 Ohio Gatorade Player of the Year, and he's a 3,000-point scorer as a high school basketball player. More importantly, though, George has a relationship with Jesus. Throughout our conversation, his servant leadership mindset and just love for Jesus is so apparent, and it was a pleasure to get to talk with him today about his high school experience and advice he would give to high school Christian athletes all across the world. So no matter if you're in high school today or not, these principles can be applied really to whatever stage of life you're in. After our conversation, make sure to stick around for our new segment as we have our first shout out in an example of how this person sees God in sports. But for now, here is George Washington III. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Competing for Christ podcast. I'm your host, Ken Burke, and today we have on George Washington III. George, first of all, man, I love your name. That is such a cool name. But second of all, welcome to the show. I'm glad to have you. Thank you. It is great to be here. Yeah. George, you've had an impressive high school career. Like, I mean, you're, what, only 18, 19? Like, it's so crazy how much you've done. You're a Michigan commit, Ohio basketball player of the year. 3,000-point score. I mean, so much of that is so impressive. And I think the more impressive thing is that you have a relationship with Jesus and you value that relationship over everything that you've received. But to start us off, can you just give us some background about your experiences as a Christian and in sports? You know, I'd probably say that, like, I mean, I... I was raised. I've been raised in. Um, I've been great, like blessed enough to be raised in like in a Christian home, and so like just having that background with my parents and having you know, kind of being raised up by them to you know love the Lord and um, you know follow Jesus has been really has been a real blessing. But I think it's been really helpful for my like even on the basketball side of things just because of the way that it's it the way that it's shown me one that there really isn't much of a division between, you know, even the sport that you play or anything you do and your Christian identity. And also the way that it's kind of, that it's also shown me not only that connection, but the importance of like the reliance on that connection to God and kind of everything that you do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a, that's such a crucial thing as a Christian athlete, like trying to, you want to bring in God, whatever you do as a Christian and, you know, sports can get, you know, a little, little emotional, little heated sometimes. Uh, how do you, how do you control your emotions on the court? I mean, I, I, for one, I'm a very, anyone who's watched me play comp, I'm a very passionate player. I, I, I'm, I'm an extremely competitive person too. Um, I have two younger brothers and, you know, we're always, you know, trying to get after it and go at each other. Um, and I mean, anyone that's watching me play also could tell I'm kind of a trash talker too. But <laughs> I think I think the thing that I've always held on to about it is that <clears throat> sport, like when you're when God's blessed you with a talent to play a sport, your job is to kind of 
is to play that to the absolute best of your ability to honor him. Mm. And one of the things I've always been very, um, very aware of, especially for myself, is that um, at the end of the day, it's still a game. And at the end of the day, you're still playing like you're still playing another human being. You're still playing another, you know, someone else made in the image of God. So it's always been a very much for me. Just trying to make sure I'm aware that, you know, as soon like when the buzzer sounds and it's all over, like go over there and um, like dap the guy up and be like, look, great game. You know, if there was someone that I was like, normally there's someone that I was kind of going back and forth with talking. They're like the first person that I like pull aside after the game. And I'm like, like, man, hey, that game was fun. Like, and a lot of times, like what you'll learn too is like <clears throat> when you just respect people and when you like show that, you know, one that you have that kind of like division between the like competing with someone and like your respect for them as a person, your love for them as a person, that they often kind of, it'll, it'll be reciprocated. And you know, just having like being able to go up to the person and, you know, have that conversation and be like, look, hey, like that was fun. Like being able to compete against you and go all out was enjoyable. Like, it's something I've really tried to make sure that I do. For me, that's been like the biggest thing. I think that shows a lot of maturity as a high school player. And, you know, we it's fun to talk trash sometimes. Like, you know, it just, it is fun in the heat of the moment and just playing sports and just having, yeah, like you said, having fun. But what, what fuels your, your passion and why do you, why are you an athlete? Why, why do you play the sports that you love? For me, I, I feel like one, to some degree, it's a little bit hard to um, describe it outside of the fact that I feel like God's blessed me with just a passion for it to begin with. But also, I feel like he's blessed me with a talent and an ability to play the game and an ability to find it enjoyable to myself. So, you know, there's nothing more that I love to do than be in the gym and have that feeling of everything that I'm doing I'm like getting one step better once and improving bit by bit by bit. And, you know, I really just say the fact that like, I feel like I'm blessed with a competitive nature for games and a love for working and getting better and watching myself progress and as, as I work. Yeah, that's, that's great advice, especially for people listening. And I think today I really wanted to focus with you on advice for high school athletes. Obviously, you're coming to the end of your high school career. Um, maybe you're, you know, you're speaking to your past self here, your freshman self. Best piece of advice that you could give for any high schooler out there, or or someone that is about to go into high school. One thing that like that there are a few things. I think one thing like first out the gate that is really important to know is like is to be confident in your faith especially um especially because like playing a sport one of the best things about it is that you run into all kinds of different people you make friends with people you might have never talked to at school or people from other schools you played against or even like just kids from other schools that like you saw at a game or something like that so it forms a lot of connections but the biggest thing is that because you're going to be meeting a lot of people that may be different from you and like, it's okay to be different and that it's okay for you to not kind of fit the mold of how they are 
because you're being yourself and you're following Christ. So I, that that was one thing that was really, um, I felt like really important that I really came into a lot towards my um, sophomore and junior year. And I think the other advice I would have is that um, body language is a very important thing. And, um, you know, it kind of comes from, a, there's a spiritual and athletic kind of aspect to it. Um, I feel like when, when you have negative body language, it really it affects your men, like your mentality, and it also affects your performance. It start it can it can very easily start to cause a um like a negative feedback loop almost where it just kind of spirals down. And the biggest thing to help with that is something my dad told me. Um, whenever I used to get very frustrated myself in workouts or just in games, because I can be somewhat of a perfectionist. It's that, you know, you don't make a shot for basketball specifically, specifically like you don't make a shot that God intends for you to to miss. And you don't miss a shot that God intended for you to make. You don't win a game that God intended for you to lose and you don't lose a game God intended for you to win. And so in that, you have to understand that in putting forth all your effort into a play, the outcome is up to God and whatever whatever the outcome is, your job is to, is to learn from that and grow from that because you went through it for a reason. And so the intent should be to get the best that you can out of what happened and be able to use that because, you know, God's not sitting there, um, like intending on our downfall and working for our own downfall and not trying to lay traps for us to fall into and just fail and, like he wants us to succeed as well. Yeah, you've mentioned your your father a couple of times already. How how pivotal has he been for you know you as a person in your career as an athlete? He's he's been a huge part of it. Um, you know, having someone that like having just having someone you know he coaches college basketball. So having someone with that kind of knowledge of um just of the game, uh, has been like really important to me growing and especially someone. I mean, me and him are pretty similar in a lot of ways. So, you know, just having someone like that too as well that understands me very well has been has been really helpful. I'm so happy to announce that this podcast is brought to you by Jesus Christ. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and without him, nothing is possible. He continues to help this podcast, and it would not be where it is today without his grace, his mercy, and his love. You can find him at B-I-B-L-E dot com, especially in verses like John 3.16, Romans 5.8, 1 John 4.19, and really the entire thing. But make sure to go find him because he is the only thing in this world that will satisfy you. George, I mean, you've, you really hit the nail on the head with your answer from, from my last question, uh, you know, about wanting to have the best advice for high school athletes. And I think when, you know, when I look back on my high school career, I didn't do what you did. Like I, I, I I was afraid to be different. And I think that showed a lot of courage for you on how to, you know, stick out and not conform to the crowd. How, how did you do that? Because it can be really hard as a high school student, really to not conform to the crowd. how did you do that? I, it came in kind of steps. Um, you know, my freshman year, I felt like it was a lot of me. Um, like I knew who I was, 
but I was also kind of like, I was new to high school. I was trying to find where I fit in and trying to like, so I was very, I was still very comfortable in, you know, being myself and being, you know, a little goofy and making a lot of jokes and, you know, being the freshman that's like always hanging around the seniors or like <clears throat> trying to like separate myself in a lot of other ways. And in the next, like in the years coming up, I started to realize, well, I work, you work so hard to separate yourself and be cool or um, sometimes that's just like how it is or like you work so hard to kind of separate yourself and show that I'm this and so many other aspects of your life your faith and what you believe in should be one of those things as well especially especially since it's like it's so important and pivotal to who you are as a person and you know when that when I kind of realized that I started um, becoming a lot more confident in it and it kind of became something that just was more and more of a habit. You had an unbelievable high school career. And, you know, I, I mentioned some of the stats a little earlier, but how was your love for Jesus? How has that made you into the player and into the person that you are today? I think w one thing that has always helped me, um, both in my personality and um, just in life kind of as a whole, is I've been someone that's really enjoyed and appreciate just people, individual people. And I feel like that's really helped. It's really helped me be a good teammate and a good leader wherever I've been able to go because I've always been concerned. I've always been concerned about the people around me's wellness and them as and just getting to know them. And it's always been able to help me to not only not only like connect with them and be a better teammate but also reach a point where I feel comfortable enough to be a leader and speak, be able to speak up and hold people accountable and, you know, make a group chat of guys and be like, let's go to the gym at this time and let's go do this or get some guys in. Let's go to youth group at this time. And just being able to form those kind of connections has been, has been really helpful for me. How do you how do you practically practically live out your faith on the court? I know you mentioned a couple of things already, like you know going to the person that you were trash talking to after the game. Is there anything that you do, you know, pre or post game that really sticks out to you in your mind? I mean, especially this year, since um, me and my brothers were all on varsity together. Mm. You know, before we we kind of the way our warm up would work was we would. Um, go into a locker room or not go into a locker room, but go into the tunnel or go away a little bit before the buzzer sounds and then come out, do a defensive drill and then just kind of shoot around and have the starters shoot around. And during that shoot around time at the starters, as soon as we finish the defensive drill, me and my brothers would normally um, go um, find each other and pray together before the game. And uh, I mean, I think another thing would for me would just be, before the games, I um, I really I did a lot of like meditation. Um, I would pray and I would just kind of meditate and like let my mind calm down. Um, there can be a lot. Of, sometimes it's not even there. Can be a lot of nerves. So for games like they're big, suddenly the nerves would be good. And then other times you just kind of get caught up. Like you can get very hyped up. Like you know your teammates are blasting music in the locker room and um, just kind of using that to kind of set myself back down and 
call myself has been like has been another thing that I do a lot. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's so important. And I didn't I didn't learn that in high school. And I wish I did about just stepping away from the 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 sound and the loudness sometimes and just, you know, taking a deep breath because <laughs> that is so important especially before a game. And as you look back at your high school career, is there anything that you wish you could change or do over again? You know, I think I could probably I think the only thing that I really would <clears throat> go back to would be um, my junior summer, summer of my junior year. I feel like, so pretty much this last summer, I felt like as set as I was in a lot of the things that I even talked about today, I kind of like had like a lot of like shakiness in there. Mm. I think a lot of it came from, um, you know, a lot of what I was talking about at, the, at that time was stuff that I was saying. But I had never had anything to shake me to um, really like prove it. Mm. So I feel like one of the reasons I can talk about it so certainly now is because I had that, you know, that shaky spot and that part where it was rocked. But, you know, I think the only thing I would change is I'd go back then and and just reaffirm like the peace that I have about situations that I was in and things that were going on. So now as, you know, you're looking to the next chapter of your life in Michigan, what are you most excited about, about playing basketball at the University of Michigan? The thing I can just say is um, the most exciting is like playing at that level and, um, you know, getting to go to a school like that, that's that prestigious is, um, is something that you always talk about. It's something that you always kind of dream about when you're a kid and you set as a goal and being able to take that next step which is one step closer to you know being in the NBA where I where I want to be and even now like kind of having like a platform that is getting near and near to the platform that like you know you always like you always dream about having as a kid is is something that I'm really excited about yeah it, it's exciting and how do you plan to continue your walk with Jesus at Michigan? Obviously, you know, they have athletes in action, other things like that. What, what's your plan? Mm-hmm. Um, definitely that, you know, um, another thing that I've, I've really been um, like thinking about is, you know, trying to get involved or trying to help in whatever way I can with, um, you know, any kind of like service or community help in Ann Arbor. And, what I'd want to do is I'd want to be able to set up like some some kind of thing to help with that in in uh, most of the places that I've lived. Um, so like date so Ann Arbor, Dayton, Louisville, Kentucky, Houston, Austin, Texas, like, and just kind of do something to because I've always wanted to when I had a platform when I have a platform that made it pos- makes it possible do something to help people like on an individual level with, you know, whatever they're going through. That's, that's really, that's really cool, George. And that shows a lot of maturity and it shows Jesus right through you. Like that is, that is really, really awesome. And I've loved this conversation. I do have one more question for you before I I let you get out of here. You were, you are the Gatorade, Ohio Gatorade player of the year. You're a Michigan commit. You were in a high school slam dunk contest for crying out loud. What do you contribute all of your success to? I really can say, especially at looking at, you know, how far I've come, you know, um, 
from like a little scrawny ninth grader, eighth grader, you know, going into high school, like that, it really does just kind of show me that there, like, there's no one else I could attribute to but God, you know? and just kind of the way that He's been able to guide me, He's been able, to, and He's had this plan for me set up, and you know. It just makes me very grateful. Yeah, that's that's so awesome. And George, I, I really do appreciate you coming on today. I mean, like I said before, you're probably one of the most mature high schoolers I've ever met. So that's so awesome. But I love what you do on the court, and I especially love what you do off the court. And I can't wait to watch you in the fall. Thank you. Wow, what an unbelievable conversation today with George. It's great to know that athletes like him especially in high school, are sticking out for Jesus and playing sports for the Lord. Like I promised in the intro, we have the first installment of our new segment, How Do You See God in Sports? This one comes from Don Weyrick, founder of P4E Sports. Uh, Make sure to go look them up on Instagram. But he says, in pro sports, I see more and more athletes that are Christians speaking out and publicly sharing their faith more than ever. God used Tim Tebow a ton in this matter and now uses guys like Jalen Hurts, Scotty Scheffler, Steph Curry, and Clayton Kershaw, just to name a few. These guys over interviews and such are doing more than just the phrase, I want to thank my Lord and Savior. They're sharing verses and going in deeper. I see God glorified in so many ministries across the world and the gospel being shared in more creative ways than ever. Through competition, through different non-traditional sports like pickleball, cheerleading, and disc golf, the gospel is being shared. Wow, that's a great example from Don. And again, we're going to continue this segment every episode now. So be sure to send in a DM, an email, a text, whatever, on how you see God in sports. And I will make sure to give you a shout out on the next podcast. But for all the listeners out there, please make sure to share this episode and subscribe to the show. It means more to us than you know. Like always, if you don't get anything else from this episode, just remember this. Jesus loves you and he's going to fight for you no matter what. Talk to you next time.